The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest is a singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist who hails from West Palm Beach, Florida. She found her success absolutely blowing away the world on American Idol, and she is now here to talk to me. Please welcome today's guest, Allegra Miles. Yes. Did I say everything correct? Oh my God, Pronounce it was everything perfect. Right? I feel very flattered by the intro. Um, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, of this course. Is, I'm like, I swear, like you saw, I walked in here, I saw the setup, and I was like, oh my God, I started fangirling. I'm like, this is genuinely my my dream so setup happy. aesthetic, not just visually, but like energetically. It's like, I feel, That's the goal. it's so beautiful. I love it. I wanted to make a space where it was very tough to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, And also sure. just it's conducive for the type of music I make and right. for the type of music most of my friends make. Right. Um, Absolutely. Speaking of that, you are working with one of my absolute favorite people that's ever graced this planet, Mr. Danny Scheinman. Absolutely. And you're going on tour with one of my other favorite people, two of my other favorite people, going on Baby Jake's tour, which yes. happens to have Crandillion on it as yes. well. And yes. That is fucking amazing. Oh my God. I am so excited and so grateful. I can't even articulate it um all of them so as i was telling you so i met all them at sunfest this festival um in west palm mm -hmm. and they were just so open and kind and down-to-earth people and obviously you know jake has done so much and they're all extremely successful and doing all these incredible projects and things but they they were just so human and um and so kind yeah. and uh and now working with danny like these are his sunglasses too i will not take credit for them because they're so i swear he, he let me borrow these and i like anywhere i go with them i feel like it's like changed my life that's like, all so all my real glasses like yeah. these are all prescription so these are prescription too yeah. but these are all prescription all my red ones yeah and I forget that it's not a sunset every night. That it doesn't look right. like that it every night. It doesn't look like, right. But yours are so sick, too. Like, even watching on Instagram, I was like, he got these fire sunglasses every single time. I'm like, damn. I appreciate um, you. Yeah, but but I'm, oh my gosh, I am so excited. And, um, and like, going on tour specifically, honestly, more than anything else yeah. for like the past few years has been i've never been on tour before and oh so this is never, your first time this is my first tour and it's it's been Congrats. such a thank you it's been such a goal and like manifestation of mine i totally. guess and i'm and to be doing it with them again like such cool that's so kind, sick. sick people it's like and it so. fits the the genre it fits the style i mean you really can't get more to a group of fucking real rock and roll people and absolutely i think part of that comes with the fact that all three of those people are working, all three of you guys are working with Danny, yes. which seems to be that middle ground of like just rock and roll purism. I don't right. even know and the right I word. I feel like he really, I haven't even known them or any of them for that long, but yeah. like even in just these few months, like I feel like I can just tell Danny is such a, um, like you said, like a middleman that just brings so many people together. He knows a lot of people, but he's so good at connecting people and, um, He's he's one of the most like just genuine, very honest and kind people and he yeah. he just really cares about people and about art and creating authentic art um from the soul which is it, it's really cool to to have gotten to meet someone like that and I I am so grateful that he's I get to know him. He's got to be one of the most, not only the, the most talented, one of the most, it, probably not one of, the most yeah. talented person I think I know in my life. For sure. Um, but he is one of the most genuine people with his direction in any form, yeah. in any facet, any medium. Yeah. Whether it's making music, whether it's talking about life, whether it's introducing him to your family, whatever right. it is, like he is that same genuine human being who just is looking for connection, is looking for creativity, Right. And just genuine, real human relationships. Absolutely. In so, honestly, and in such a different way from anyone I've ever met. And yeah. he, he's been such a mentor, too, in, in so many ways. Like, musically, for sure. And also, kind of just, like, energetically, like, what I want to say with my music and how I want to articulate that and, and what it means. And he has a very, very individual perspective yeah. on life. And like humanity and 
all of that, and I feel like my neural pathways have been <laughs> opened a lot by by like just does that. getting to know him. Yeah, he he uh, he's a hundred percent unapologetically himself. Yes, um, and with yes. that comes genuine art, genuine creation, and the ability to help somebody create genuinely. It's right. not just from him. He allows that to come from whoever he's working with as well or sitting with. I mean, I've worked with him on, you know, a few things he's helped me and like we've made, we've jammed together a whole bunch, yeah. but most of our interaction is just fucking friend to friend, family right. to family. Right. And it doesn't matter the, the interaction with Danny. It's, it's always fucking impressionable exactly like it leaves an imprint and it's like a lot of our conversations like i honestly i will like i have like notes on my phone of like trying to just paraphrase you know what we talked about so i remember it and it sticks because it's it's so valuable and so um unique and even like with my writing right like he he's pushed me so much and, and even just the way that you think about it of like, okay, you know, you can write something, it could be good, but it's like, we can keep pushing. How, how do I say this in a different way Absolutely. that, uh, you know, is a different angle and means something different and is more poignant and more specific. And like, how far can we push it? You know? And it's like that, that is such a, I don't know. It's, it's just, important. it's helped so much in my writing too. I like, feel like so many people, they're looking for the spot in their writing or in their production or their music making where it starts to feel good. And then they're like, cool, we got it. Danny's like, oh, it feels good. Let's fucking skip past that 150 steps and see what what feels the best. Feel what is genuinely the greatest thing that can come from this. He doesn't put up with mediocre. Because he he doesn't work with mediocre people. You know, if he worked with people that that is their best, then he'd understand that that's their best. But Mm -hmm. then working with somebody like you or Crandallione or Baby Jake, he understands that there is such a high level of talent in there that he's not going to stop fighting until that comes out. Right. Right. By the way, excuse the fact that I sound like I'm fucking sick. No. My cats are killing me. Oh, my God. They're so precious, I'm allergic though. to all three of my animals. Are you really, actually? Oh, very. I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm the one who got three animals. You did? So. You're like, <laughs> is, I will sacrifice the allergies. It. Right. It's oh worth it. Oh, my God. They're, and the, my thing about cats, too, um, is, like, I, I love dogs and cats equally, but... I feel like cats are very underappreciated Hell and they're yeah. misunderstood yeah. in the sense of like, you know, a lot of people will meet a cat and it's like, oh, they're so aloof and they're so, and they definitely can be for yeah. sure, especially when you first meet them. But I feel like once you get to know them, I mean, they're so wise. They're so um, spiritual, I feel like. Yeah. They're very like energetically, very They're intuitive. like whimsical. Yes, they're so, exactly. They're so whimsical and I'm, they're very intuitive. I feel like, like my cat Simba, whenever if I'm sad, I, he's precious. Um, whenever I'm like sad or there's any energetic shift, he knows. He always comes right up to me and he starts like yep. wrestling me with his little forehead, and it's like it's the best. It's, it's the amazing. fucking best. But I'm sorry you're allergic. That's so no. Ass. It is. It's so worth it. Yeah. Can, I'm sure there's things I can do and ways I can help myself that I do not. So right. eventually I'll, I'll grow up, but right. not yet. Not not yet. So What's the point? who are you? Who who is Allegra? Where's Allegra been? How did Allegra get here? Who are you? That's a good question. I ask I ask myself that every day. I don't even know. I'm still um, discovering so many things, but yeah. So I was I was born in San Diego, and then I actually grew up in the Virgin Islands. What? Um, yeah, yeah. Wait, which which of the Virgin Islands? Uh, Saint John. Really, Saint John. So it's the tiny little one. Did you go on um, a cruise ship and forget to forget to get back on? <laughs> no, actually. How does um, people say that? That's so the funny. only way I know Saint John. Way. Right. Well, so actually, my dad grew up there um, on a boat. So his my my grandparents, his parents, uh, moved there. They were like twenty. They got married. They were like complete hippies, and they they just wanted to not live in you know, the social constructs of the oh, States, whatever. I love them already. Yes. No, they're, they're incredible. Um, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, I'm guessing. Oh man. I mean, I, I am very inspired by like how they lived their life and every, you know, um, but yeah, so they moved to the islands when they were like 20 and they just wanted to like live with the land basically yeah. and experience it. Um, and, oh, cool. uh, yeah, no, it's, it's the coolest thing in the world. And, uh, so they, they, didn't really have any money, but they just picked up little odd jobs and things like that. Um, and uh, eventually, so my grandpa always wanted to build a boat. Like, he always had 
been you know in the water and very yeah. that type but he always wanted to build his own sailboat and so and he did and basically just with his friends on St. John they they built um this I guess it's like 42 foot holy boat. shit yeah um and and that's where my dad grew up and his brother um so they built the boat and then eventually they had their two boys um and so they sailed to Africa a few times that's a um, big that's a big ship oh yeah that's it's, a, the size of a, a tour bus let's say yeah about about the size of tour bus yeah but but then again too it's like it, it definitely was big enough to like you know, for them. Yeah. But it, it's still pretty small considering, you know, yeah. you, you're fitting your whole life. The rest of the ships are fucking hundreds of feet. Right. Exactly. And That's crazy. Yeah. And it was so, so they sailed to like Africa, they sailed South America a lot. And, um, the, my favorite thing about like that story and what they did is again, they did not have very much money, but like they, they were okay with that because yeah. they were living so freely um, and living the life they wanted to and not giving in to societal pressures yeah. and, and what the world is. And they, they just wanted to, you know, sail and be free and, and live like that. And I just, I've, I'm so inspired by that. And so, That's and crazy. Yeah. It's, it's so, the coolest thing. Do you have any memories of being a child, like with that life where you felt, like it's hard to do you ever do you have memories where you wish you could go back to that life sometimes for sure for sure because it's it's a completely so I moved there um when I was six so my my grandparents at the time they were they were still there they were living there um and you know they were getting older and they had some health problems and, and needed help so we moved there um but but yeah it's there's about 4,500 people on the whole island and um the resources are very limited, of course. So you have to completely conserve water. Like, and I, I know you guys have to do that in, in here in California too, yeah. but it's like literally we got our water from the rain. So like if it runs Holy out, shit. we just don't have water, you know? So is that, and, um, I grew up with very little, uh, you know, screens or f phones or whatever. And we kind of just frolicked in the land as you should <laughs> which was yeah it was, it was so cool and like you know we were free diving and like cliffs and hiking and oh stuff and gosh. yeah it was and and not even just the nature land wise but also um you know culturally there's people from everywhere you know people from there there's um lots of dominicans colombians like tons of people and people who've moved from the states um so i i grew up with just so many different life perspectives and experiences and i i am so grateful for that i'm so grateful for um you know that place and like how it shaped me and the people so and, interesting. yeah it's a really special Please. So you were growing up in the islands. Does that have any influence? I mean, we're kind of skipping ahead, but does that have any influence on your music and what you were listening to? Yeah, I would say for sure. I mean, my my family is actually really musical too. So my mom, my dad, everything, you know, they, even in the house, like we're always playing different types of music. But um, St. John actually has a really cool music scene in and of itself. So um, there's a lot of reggae, of course. So I listened to a lot of reggae growing up, a lot of soul, jazz type stuff, but then a lot of kind of like singer-songwriter, yeah. folky stuff too. So I think I definitely absorbed a lot of that growing How up. And sick. Yeah, it was so cool. And, and a lot of people, again, it's like... You know, in L.A., obviously, it's so different. It, or just even in the States in general, yeah. it's so different. But, like, in St. John, people are just passionate about music. You know, it's not an industry at Absolutely. all, of course. You, you have know. to love it to do it. Though. Oh, yes, for for sure. And, and so many people do. And so when I was younger, like, there would be, like, open mics or some of our my parents' friends would have gigs and they'd let me, like, hop up and do a couple songs and everyone just so loved sick. to do it yeah it's it, no it was the coolest i went thing. to yeah. the bahamas my girlfriend's mom had cool. a house out there for a bit oh, and cool. it was a very similar like like the musicians on the island were fucking top notch for sure but they were still paying you know it was their side job because that was right. how you do it but you with that came yeah. such ridiculous levels of talent that were so natural and so mm -hmm. it's just such a different way to go about it which I could see it being ridiculously helpful too. Kind of yeah. with the constraints, you know, you have the ability to grow something without without it being easy. Easy. Right. And then you exactly. really learn it too. Exactly. And and I feel like you 
you appreciate it in a different way too of yeah. like again this is literally just music like being free a free flowing creative thing and just out of the love God. and to create it and and a lot of um again like different perspectives and people who have experienced so many different things in different life and tell that story through music is like that's it's beautiful it's so cool Gosh. wait but where are you from like how I'm did from you, detroit detroit okay yeah. cool and then how did you like get to la like, so from detroit i went to school in chicago cool. which is we were just talking that's where i met l mm -hmm. um and then her and i drove from detroit i dropped out early then drove out here to a school called uh icon collective cool okay. which is like a edm production school oh sick i was djing doing all that for a while and then kind of fell out of love with the DJing side and the electronic side and mm. kind of came back to my roots, which are indie and rock and roll, I guess. Absolutely. Um, and now I'm here and I've been here six years almost. It's awesome. Which is crazy. Wow. And oh my gosh. Building all this and right. building the friends and the family and, and everything that it's taken for me to be able to feel like I have a, a great start. A place here, right? Well, yeah. and it's so cool because it seems like you do so many things too. Obviously yeah. you write and create and, you know, produce and everything, but, but you have this and you have this whole space and, and are helping tell other people's stories, which is like such a cool thing as an artist yourself yeah. to do that and to want to do that is, is so, it's just such a cool. I appreciate kind. that. Yeah. I, uh, I guess, so we were talking about this a little bit before and kind of stopped, but during the pandemic, uh, I was, I, I'm the kind of person where I, I call everybody, everybody that I love gets a call from me just to make sure they're okay. That's amazing. Um, and especially during the pandemic. And Elle one day was just like, why don't you record some of these conversations? You wow. clearly love talking to people and I think people can gain something from it. Now we're whatever, 70, this will probably be like 74 episodes in. Wow. That's a lot. 74 guests and then about wow. 16 solos. So we're probably over a hundred by now. Wow. Which is fucking ridiculous. Oh, that's sick. Oh my god. So, and how when did when did you start it? A year ago, a year August. Ago. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's a little over a year, which oh is gosh. not a lot of time. That's sick. Well, and what we were talking about earlier too is like I feel like it's I mean even with the space and this and the way in which you do it is very mm -hmm different and unique and is like so special that. for I just, people to be a part of as well i'm obsessed with two things i'm obsessed yep. with music and mm -hmm. i'm obsessed with people yes and this yes. gives me the chance to combine those and, and learn about people and ask the questions that i'm thinking anyways right. why not give people a platform where they can at least get some insight on how they can make their lives a little easier or at least understand what's coming and different ways right. to go about it while also getting to, to talk to people that so far have become some of my closest friends in the world and it's collaborators. Amazing. And I don't know, I'm, I'm very, very blessed and lucky to, to have this and get to talk to people like you. Man, it's no, it's so cool. And it's and it also like what you're saying of people and music. It's so interconnected, too, because I feel yeah. like music in its essence is is humanity yes. and humanity is music in so many ways and it's like i feel like the best types of music that resonate with people is because it tells the human experience you know yeah. it tells the story of humanity and how so i feel like they're so interconnected absolutely and, you know and I, i'm so with you like i'm i'm so inspired by like humanity and connecting with mm -hmm. other humans and like real I, in two ways i mean one is connecting with people who have very different perspectives than I do and different experiences. And I love talking to people when we don't agree too. Totally. Like, I think that's one of the coolest things, but also on the other side, like finding like-minded people who are just, yeah. we're on the same wavelength and it's, it's such a special. And then musically it's like, that just makes so much sense. I feel too. like if like, you enjoy people, then music or art in general is just an echo of, of, other people's experiences right you know it's right. it's a way to get to know somebody who maybe you don't have the chance to talk to or maybe mm -hmm. you don't have the ability to connect in that way right. whether it's being having different lives whatever it is but then you could find this common ground of this art that art. clearly was personal to that person and now mm -hmm. you're sitting by yourself having a moment of whatever kind positive or negative right. and experiencing it through their past emotions and their past stories and it's just this weird cyclical experience where we get to help each other whether it's whether it's face to face like this and getting to talk human to human or whether mm -hmm. it's through a medium of whatever art you do. you do right it's it's wild and clearly it's something that means a lot to you because you're 
you're doing it. You're you're working with the people that you need to work with and making music that, from my experience and what I've talked to Danny, is ridiculous and incredibly genuine and just really, really high level. And Thank you. How, do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm 19. Holy <laughs> fuck. You're 19 years old? Yeah. <laughs> That's... That's so crazy. I've, I have a buddy uh, named Noah Taylor. He's been on here before. He's mm-hmm. one of the the most genius human beings I've ever met in my life. And wow. you guys give me, he was homeschooled, very young parents. So, very. He grew up like in an RV, traveling the country. Wow. And just the energy you give and he gives, he's also young, um, yeah. are very similar. And like, oh, cool. When I was 19, I was a fucking shithead. I wasn't like... <laughs> I, I can be a shithead shit too. Trust me. The difference is, I was only a shithead. I had no control over when that was necessary and when it wasn't. And it was there. Getting Got to talk you. to you and him was—it's it, very cool. It's cool to see that that there are people who grasp their interests in a way that they can create a, a career out of it at a younger age than than everybody. And Thank you. so far, the common denominator—the common denominator—I can't mm-hmm. speak right now—is how you grow up. Right. That's a, that's a really big thing. In like a different, yeah. Being introduced to freedom a lot mm. earlier and mm. genuine freedom. Oh my gosh, that's that. I mean, that idea just inspires me so. Much. And I'm I'm so grateful. Like I have had that freedom in so many ways of Absolutely. like you know living in St. John and that and and also my parents too are like they're incredible. They're they're very much hippies in a way too, kind of like my grandparents too. Yeah. And and um, they're so musical and and I've always been given that space to just be able to create and they never said like oh you know you need to be a doctor get a real job and and you know I I would say honestly most of the people I know who are musicians and um and even who are really succeeding now and doing amazing it's like probably most have had parents who were not that way you know and I, I continue to realize how uncommon my situation is to have parents that care and support and you know give that freedom and it's um it's so sad to me when you hear all these stories of people who grew up and just we're not gonna even do this we're not even gonna try exactly and it's like you know you have to push past that thing but it's 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 different. I feel like you see the extremes a lot in this industry, in in art in general. You have the people whose parents were, you know, very religious, very in their ways, and art was a form of escape. And then you have the people like yourself, and I would consider myself as well. I was a little bit in the middle, but my parents were nothing but supportive as long as I... My dad said, I'm only paying for college for you if it's music school. Wow. Which says everything. That is so special. Yeah. The biggest wow. supporters. My mom was a total hippie growing up, and like Amazing. we used to go sit at rallies, and I there wasn't a women's rights rally I didn't miss or That's that I so missed. That's so sick. Oh my or, gosh. Or anything like that. But yeah. uh, seeing seeing how useful to a kid art is in oh my God. gaining their own freedom of expression and in expressing things that maybe some people aren't able to express without this medium, Absolutely. including how I was. You know. Absolutely. What uh? What was the impetus to you wanting to make a career out of this? Honestly, I mean, I've I've always known that, you know, I I love it, and it's always I, like ever since a young age, it's just oh, it it never really was like I f- at least that I remember a choice of like oh I want to do this. It kind of just always this was like, it. What it, you know, it just like existed, and I guess partially from my family, but it there was a big shift for me. Um, it start. I mean, it started at, at a young age when I was like seven or eight. I I started having really bad um, OCD, like really bad. You know, and a lot of people think of it as uh, specifically you're just like arranging things, but it's also a big mental component. Yeah. Um, really bad, intrusive, like dark, twisted thoughts that um, I had that kind of like went against everything that I felt and then it tried to convince me that I felt that you know what I mean and so started with that and then as I got older it morphed into just really really dark bouts of depression and um multiple times just really not wanting to be here and not feeling like I had a a purpose and existing and like that would consume me for so for years honestly yeah exactly and it's like I remember specifically for some reason I got this thought in my head of like I only have 
X amount of years left to live, you know, and, you know, you don't know what it is, but it's like, it's a numeric amount of years I have left to be alive. And, and then, and I kept thinking like, if we're all going to die, what's the point? If I'm going to die, what's the point in even trying or doing anything when it's not going to count in the end, it's not going to matter. And, and, um, that just like ate me alive for so long. And, and I just started feeling not even depressed anymore, but just numb. And I, I didn't really feel anything. And I, I, um, I felt I lost sense of every sense of humanity, mm. you know, of like being human, like feeling because I, I didn't feel I didn't even let myself feel because I, I was like I had to cope with it. So the easiest thing to do is just push it under, sweep Shut it under it the off. rug. Exactly. Yeah. And and so throughout that literally and it, it sounds cliche, but like quite literally the one thing that gave me any like sense of hope and um you know a a light a way out was music and because music articulated what I didn't know how to articulate or I felt like I couldn't articulate so in writing especially like when I got into writing it's like I was able to musically too even just music like these certain you know intonations and and types of chords and voicings like it's like that's how i feel that when i'm playing this chord is how i feel i get that so much you know and yeah. and it's so special because like that saves people like music saved my life because it made me feel like i wasn't insane cuz yeah. it's like i was able to put that in a way where it made sense yeah. you know whereas in my head when i'm trying to articulate it to someone it doesn't make sense or at least you know i feel like i'm not i always felt inadequate trying to yeah. put it into words there's only five words to describe a, a hundred word right. feeling right and exactly i was actually thinking about this today because i was with uh, a colleague of mine who i work with mm-hmm. and she's colombian cool and she was saying how her and her boyfriend, the way they talk, kind of, it's Spanglish, if you will. Yeah. And I was like, what an interesting thing to have more languages, because there's words that are in some languages and not in others. Right. And all it does is it opens up this, this, this source of, of new ways to express the way you're feeling. Mm. Music is that. We, exactly. we learned a way to express the words that we weren't able to say verbally. Verbally, right. Or, or, or maybe it took... Maybe maybe via singing, it is being said verbally, but it takes the the bed that you're building around it via the music right. to express it in the way that it feels genuine. Right. Absolutely. And it's such, it was the most freeing thing too. And it, I mean, I, I feel like when I was in, you know, those, the darkest like bouts of it, it was kind of when I was playing music was like the one time where I could, you know, escape and forget about yeah. it. And like, I I wasn't thinking, like I wasn't being consumed by these yeah. dark intrusive thoughts for even for like 30 minutes while I was playing. And it was just like really, and also the other, the other side of it too was, it was kind of the one way I was able to feel too. Cause I, again, I lost sense of feeling yeah. and humanity in the rest of my life and when I played music it was like that was all the feelings that were inside but I didn't know how to process and how to feel and you know for so many years I didn't really at least subconsciously I didn't really let myself cry like Mm. at all you know because I was pushing everything under the rug and just not having the capacity to deal with it and when I would sit down at the piano and just like play for so long I would be able to cry and like release everything. And that was so healing. Cause what an interesting block that makes so much sense at the same time too. It's like, it's like having 50 puzzle pieces that are for 50 different puzzles Mm. and expecting to find a way to put them together. And then randomly you look down one day and all the puzzle pieces happen to be part of the same puzzle. Right. And, you have and that's the, the most insane thing, too. When it's, it's insane, like, oh my too, God. because you're 19 now. I assume this was over, this wasn't today. Right. Um, that means you were you were a kid. Yeah. You know, I still consider, my, I'm 26, and I'm, I'm a kid. For sure, yes. So is my brother, who's your age, and my middle brother, who's older than you. And it's just mm-hmm. like, sometimes as a child, as a kid, there it is so hard to express feelings that are, that are, not in your lexicon yet. They're not right. 
you don't have they're not in your Rolodex for right. I, well, I don't even, I never had a Rolodex but right. no but exactly um, exactly they're, they're, like, you don't have the ability to use them and then you find this this weird path that allows you to walk the way that you never thought was possible and then with that comes all of these past emotions that are finally connected and, and the dots finally hit and you finally realize that there is a way to to analyze them without them being detrimental at all times right sometimes they need to be right sometimes that's part of change that's part of the movement which is okay right absolutely but like Mm -hmm. you were saying where you weren't able to cry i get that so much because sometimes crying isn't the release it's it's the thought process that comes with it and if you can't have that thought process then you can't water coming out of your eyes isn't going to do anything right exactly and and it's so interesting i know and and i didn't really even realize any of any of this at the time it was kind of you know because i'm sure you know like when you're in that headspace you're so consumed by it and it that's your entire reality you know it's like people will say yeah okay it'll get better you know it's just it's temporary it's this that it doesn't fucking feel like that at all and no matter how hard you try to convince yourself that you get out of it it's like that is everything at the time you know and so you're not thinking about all these other things in that headspace, so... You have to be away. Retrospect is the killer of all bullshit. Yeah. And I truly believe it. Oh, I, yeah. That is such a good idea. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'll write that down after. I was listening to this podcast earlier um, called Armchair Expert with mm. Dax Shepard and Monica. I forget her last name. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about the story where she, she got a little cut and it started to bleed a lot. Mm-hmm. And she would call people and ask what to do. Mm-hmm. And everybody said, put pressure on it. Make sure you're putting enough pressure on it. And then one thing that she said is, is how do I know how much pressure is too much? It's too much, right? when, when am I When am I hurting myself and when am I actually helping the situation? Wow. And all I can think about is how genuinely well that fits into daily life. And it's like, like yes, you want to push to get out of a certain mindset if it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. But how much pushing is is skipping the part of it that it, that it the reason it's there right. you you don't want something that is so that feels so detrimental to also be useless you want to render it as as a situation that you can grow from and Absolutely. it's just like all these experiences and like you were saying not being able to cry and all this stuff those are steps to being able to appreciate the music and appreciate all the things that that become the floodgate for all this and it's just absolutely it's so interesting but it also makes so much sense because i don't think i ever analyzed my situation in the way that it sounds like you have which Mm. sounds very health healthy and i'm kind of just realizing a lot of stuff now that it's it's why i do this you know right right it's it's amazing and it makes a lot of my life feel like it makes more sense i will and exactly and that's and that's like music too is like it it's the one like constant i feel like for so many people like i feel this but i i know both for people who are who make music and also people who don't people who just listen to music it like even just listening to songs like certain songs say quite literally save people's lives and that's the most like profound thing when you really break it down it's like someone when it's a song that whether whether it's lyrically or musically or both again, like, articulates what you've been feeling in a way that makes sense, in a way that you don't know how to articulate. That is so healing, because it's like, okay, I'm not crazy. It's like, this person felt that way, and just, even just understanding, like, with with anything, like, even just being able to understand it is so healing. Absolutely. Whereas, and, like, music is that. And and to be honest with you, like, I would say because of these experiences and you know things I've I've been through in my life um and specifically how music has helped me yeah. out of that and helped me heal from that it's I have right now I would say in the past almost year I've been the happiest I've ever been to be honest that makes me happy I'm, I like to hear that yeah and I it's it means so much for me to say that at this point and and um I feel like now I in such a different way see and appreciate the beauty of life and the beauty of all the little idiosyncrasies of life and of humanity and people and yeah. and I'm able to feel that so much more because yeah. 
I've experienced those things, not even in spite of it. But and I think that's such a beautiful thing for people to remember who go through anything is, you know, no, it doesn't make it better or justify what you experienced. But the fact that we can then live such a beautiful life with that perspective, with having that stark contrast, it's like it I'm I'm just really grateful for that. And I'm grateful that that, you know, it's not all bad. If you were talking to somebody else your age, what would you tell them was really your your main push towards finding this year your hap- this year to be your happiness? Man, happiest. I mean, I yeah, speak. happiest. I can't mean either. <laughs> I can never speak. Um, but man, I it was really just it was. I I just had to heal from a lot of things. Some of it was the mental health stuff. Some was um, certain you know, experiences with people and some really traumatic experiences with people and, Life, um, yeah. yeah. And, and allowing myself the space and time to heal from it with, and, and being patient with yeah. that. And of course, as we know, it doesn't happen overnight and it's no, such it a journey. Yeah, you for sure. It can't happen overnight to be useful. I don't, I really believe that it's the same as somebody who blows up overnight. Right. Yeah. You blew up overnight, but you have 50 songs to, to right. put out now like right. you have to have these ex- these experiences to know what what is helpful right absolutely and, and the reason i ask is like i think it's a really weird time to be your age to be my age to be young yeah it's a really weird time because yeah. we're in so much conflict with our neighbors we're in so much conflict mm. with ourselves mm. with with what we're putting into our bodies, with what we're allowing ourselves to consume. To consume, right. And that's what I think about my, my brother, who is your age, and my brother, who's year, uh, three years younger than me, is yeah. like, if it was tough for me, and I got to skip a little bit of the bullshit, what is it like for somebody who's trying to be where I am, but five years, six years earlier, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just such, it's, I don't know if there's an answer. I don't think there is. I don't think there's supposed to be, because everybody's got their own experiences of right. what creates life like but it's no but it's that's such a good point right now and and i hate bringing up covid too but i i think that's part of it but yeah. but honestly it was happening even before it Absolutely. of like this different energetic shift in the world and what's happening but but specifically with covid and all of us um being so much more consumed in in technology and our phones specifically I actually just wrote a song about that about like how much I hate my phone sometimes um but that I mean that really is a world we live in some of it like as artists like of course TikTok social media everything yes it's a very important part of all of it and that's that's definitely a love-hate relationship I'm sure I'm sure for most artists but aside from music even like people we are just so clued in and so consumed by our phones and and i feel like it's not even a conscious no thing no, most of the time all. it's just it's such a thing if if we don't have our phone we're like wait where's my phone what's happening you know what i mean and it's it's and i'm not trying to sound like woke of like oh just like don't be on your phone like i you know no, it's like I, I we're get all it. in the same boat it's a hypocritical know? dichotomy exactly that we live in where exactly there's two sides you have to sit with one side or, or else people if you're not with your side, people give you shit for it. Right. But then if you're on the other side, people give you shit for it. Right. But then if you're on your side, people get... It's this weird... We're living in a space where you have to try to make your, your neighbors happy while while rendering yourself kind of useless in those situations mm-hmm. because it becomes what, are, what do they think versus what do I think. What do I think, right. And I think it's also a very important time for that to switch mm-hmm. and for people to take it take uh take power of what they consume what they believe what is theirs and i don't know it's just it's a time where people want to tell you who to be who to be right and if you're not the person they tell you to be then you are the other right and it's just weird and it's i don't again i don't think there's an answer for this i just i like seeing where other people feel on these weird roller coasters that life brings and especially right now Mm -hmm. um again i don't i don't know i don't have an answer for anything and i don't think there is right but but honestly i think it's it's important to talk about and it's and people do talk about it but not enough honestly like it's it's really hard even just like existing right now 
it's for all, everybody, everybody. 100%. It is hard to be a human being. And I think we have to continue to give ourselves patience and grace for that. You know, it's Absolutely. like, we can't judge ourselves. We're doing our best. Exactly. We're doing our best. And it's like, I've had to remind myself of that too, because one thing that I've always struggled with, honestly, is like, uh, it's just communicating with people technologically. Like yeah. I've always been horrendous at texting, horrendous at DMs. I prefer calling and FaceTiming versus texting. That's but how e I am. Yeah, but but even with that, I feel like I'm still bad at like. There's still a calling. barrier, a yes. barrier to entry. Yeah, exactly. Of like calling people back, and it's like I just feel so um, constricted, and like it just feels so unnatural for it's, me and it's I'm almost sure. misleading because yeah. you feel like you're getting the information across but then you don't understand in real time if it's been consumed, consumed. the way that you want it to be exactly. or the way that your your intention it's weird it's a weird time and i feel like being in this industry it's not only a weird time but like kind of like what we were saying before the world's dangerous again you say the wrong thing and it causes you your career right. with that also comes really extreme attention to what you're saying mm -hmm. or with what you're saying and attention to detail and attention to who you are as a human being mm -hmm. if you're going to put yourself on the line it better be for what you believe and not what for you what believe. you want them to think you believe absolutely I, well for for everyone but like you said especially for artists and i think yeah there's in some ways like this unsaid pressure to just yeah. be like neutral and safe and pleasing and make everyone happy and honestly that in some ways is how i kind of was for a while like as a person and i mean i've, I've always stood up for what i believe in and i yeah. and i do talk about that but kind of i've definitely always been a people pleaser for sure and Me i'm too. right and and I've worked on that a lot and I think I'm getting better, but obviously it's still a, a process. But even as an artist too, I feel like in some ways of like even how I present myself and like what I wear and what I do with this and that and that, I've always been kind of like safe and like, I'll just like not cross the line yeah. and you know what I mean? And now, and honestly taught out here being out in LA some and, and meeting tons of people like Danny and all these people. Yeah. Danny's the most well-dressed human being that's ever oh my God. been on this planet. He, we went through like, no, I'll be honest. Like when I first met him, like I, this was only a few months ago. Like yeah. I just wasn't, I had never really paid much honestly thought or like care to what I wore or like how I present myself I was always like oh you know it's about the music and the, and it is but it's totally. like I totally just pushed away that part and yeah. it's like this what we wear and how we present ourselves is part of the music well you can use it the same way you use music exactly like it's just another form a deeper form of expression not, I shouldn't say de it's not deeper than music it's just a deeper form of physical self-expression right and like there's something about looking how you want to look and feeling like a fucking badass when you walk in the room and the confidence that comes with it and like right. if you're going to step up to a microphone why not step up with everything that 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 is your being and, and that you're wearing and everything feeling the way you want it to feel if 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 you genuinely don't get a high off of feeling or looking a certain way then then that is who you are and that's part of it right I can't say that. Right. Me wearing what I want to wear is it, it dictates how I'm starting my day. You know, Absolutely. me having what I want on my body and what I want on my ears. And that is me. And right. that is how people know me. And it sounds like it's beautiful. Sounds like you're similar, though, in, in whether it's new or old, you yeah. know, like you came in here today looking like a fucking badass wearing some some dope glasses. And it also from what I've heard, it fits the vibe of the music you make and it like right. they can be separate things and also lead to or come from the same place come you know? from the same place and that, that's exactly what I've learned recently is like it's all one it's all just like art and creation and expression and like being free and, and to be honest like now I totally agree with you of like I feel so much more like myself yeah. and comfortable and confident like just wearing what I want to wear and expressing myself um, but I feel like for so long, I, w I didn't even realize that because subconsciously, I think I was, like, afraid to even take up sp space. Totally. Or, again, I was, like, playing it safe in so many ways of, like, I'm just going to be more, like, 
inconspicuous, which I don't know why, because what the fuck is that? It's just you know a step. But, right. You mastered that step, and right. now you get to now you get to go up to the next one, and that's all it is. And it's right. it doesn't have to be this vertical step either. It's a step forward, and that's right. all it is. Is like when you can find something new at our age, yeah. or or whatever the gap is. If you can find something new, being a, an adult. Mm-hmm then what's better than that? Like, like how often do we really get something that is that new and that we get to really fucking put all of our energy into? And the fact that right. you found it now means that you don't have fucking 12 years of feeling like you've already done it. Like, now you get to jump into this new thing that makes you feel even more you and even more expressive. And I, I don't, right. I think, I think it's, it happened when it had to happen. And, Absolutely. And it's Absolutely. something you can enjoy forever now. Right. And it's, it's just like expanded my mind so much of like, and you know, some of it is what you were, but some of it's just like, again, how, how you, how you articulate. Yes. And also like just how you express yourself as a human yeah. and how you talk with people and how you communicate. And it's, 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 I feel like recently I've just felt so much more free to say what the fuck I want to say and to say what I'm thinking, to say what I'm feeling and not try to put it in a nice little way that makes people happy and is safe and is this and that. And it's like, we are human beings. We are artists. We are this. We feel things and we need to say them and we need to express them because if we don't, they're just, it's going to bottle up it's and it's going to... the crying. Exactly. Yeah, I exactly. think... The, there's a weird controversy is a weird word or contra, controversial because yeah. it it works it, it's the same word you would use for something that shouldn't be said mm-hmm. and something that hasn't yet been said mm. you know it's like yeah. do I want to be the person that makes people feel uncomfortable no mm-hmm. do I am I okay with being the person that makes people feel uncomfortable if it's me genuinely in a non gross way right. describing how I feel right. 100% of the time. I'd rather people dislike me for me being honest than like me for being fucking Fake what they need me to be. What exactly? That is so true what they need me to be. Oh my. And and again, like you're saying as people pleaser, it's just even yeah. aside from music, like just with people, it's always like how do I cater to this person? Yeah. How do I make this person as happy as possible? And I feel like I used to always think too in any space, you know, whether I was meeting new people for the first time or even with, like, friends I've known for a while, for some reason I always thought it was my responsibility to make everyone comfortable. Yeah. And to make everyone feel at ease You're and You're an empathetic happy. person. Yeah, and it's, and it's, but it's like, yeah, it's good to, like, of course, be a nice person. Be a, and It's good to be aware, but yes. it's not good to cater every need to cater. them. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. And that was so hard for me to realize. And I, I always felt such a pressure in any situation with people, whether, I mean, again, in person or even on the phone or even this or that to like, I have to make this the best possible experience for that person yeah. that it could possibly be. And yeah. it's like, that's such a weight for anyone, it's, that pressure. It's a weight and it's a weight that doesn't always make you stronger because right. sometimes holding weight is how you build strength. Right. Sometimes holding weight is how you tear a muscle. Absolutely. Are you, you know, it's just being, you have to be genuinely conscious of every decision you make. You don't have to lead with being a conscious person all the time. Cause sometimes you do have to fuck up. Right. But if you, if you can analyze your life and all the situations you go through, through this lens of, is it me? Am I, do I truly believe in this? Mm. And is this something that I want people to remember me for? If, if it hits all those, those, if it checks all those boxes, you're probably heading in a direction, whether it feels safe or comfortable, mm. that is accurate and you, you right. and I would rather that any day. And I, and I fall in love with the people and the people's arts who go that direction because yeah. I believe them. I don't have to agree with them to, to believe them. I'd rather believe somebody than agree with them any, mm. any day. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm literally, I'm, I'm going to go through this video <laughs> after I'm going to like write down everything. Cause no, it's, you have such a cool angle and perspective Appreciate and, that. and you know, and I, I know you've experienced so many different things creatively and this and that. And it's like through this lens and, and getting to learn from that and, and understand that it's totally. so, it's beautiful. And, Appreciate um, that. and, and like, that's another thing, like people, and like we said, humanity inspires me so much. The fact that like we've lived completely different, I mean, not completely different, but, but different lives yeah. and you know, there's some overlap, but, and 
you can just meet someone or talk to someone and and you can have a totally different something can click and it's like i've never thought of it that way yeah. before like that that is so special and that inspired that inspires me in my art too and like what i create and um yeah because it's like we all are living yeah. different lives yet we are all new experiences different. equal growth yeah whether it's a great new experience or not you know there's some very detrimental experiences that everybody will whether it's death or sickness or whatever it is, that is going to show up in everybody's life one way or another, right. for, for better or for worse, whatever it is. If you choose to go through those experiences and not hold on, not analyze any bit of it and keep what you need and get rid of what you don't, then you're always going to end up holding weight that is not being used. Right. If you do the opposite in good or bad situations, you take in, you let them pass through this fucking beautiful filter that we all grow throughout our lives and, and put everything that we have into it, mm -hmm. whether it's conscious or not, if you let it go through that filter and keep what is necessary and helps you become a better person mm -hmm. and drop what you feel like isn't serving you, mm -hmm. then you're only going to find a more accurate version of who you believe you are and who you want to be. Absolutely. It'll always happen. Absolutely. Right. And that lens too is like so interesting because I mean, number one, we all have different lenses yeah. and, and, um, and that, that's another, I keep also, my mind is very ADD. So I'm I the keep it like, no, yeah, that's like, why we're here. That, right. <laughs> and it's great. But, but that's another thing too, that just in, in my life, I've realized a lot recently is, um, is that we can never really take anything personally because, because we all have completely different lenses and everything anyone says for, for in good ways and in bad ways, you know, is through their lens, through their experiences, it has nothing to do with us. Yeah. And um, and that that has been so freeing for me to realize, too, is, like, I used to think, okay, well, if someone says this to me or, you know, I felt this energetic shift or I felt this or that, I always thought, it's like, oh, what did I do wrong? Yeah. You know, what did, did I make them uncomfortable? Did I, you know, and then it's like, of, of course, there's a certain element, you know, take accountability, yes, for yeah. what you did, but it's like, 99.9999999999% of the time, maybe that person had a bad day. I'll take you one step further. And how about understand that everything you are taking personally, therefore it is yours that you are, mm. you are using your filter, which has been built specifically for you, but it's coming from somebody else's. Right. And you have to understand that sometimes just because something's said in a way that doesn't feel comfortable to you or isn't what you're used to or this or that, or it is, it's always coming from a place that will be a little bit different and with different experience behind right. it. And that's okay. And that's, that's part of this. And that's why we do this. There's a reason there are millions and millions of songs going up on Spotify every, mm -hmm. every day. And it's because there are so many filters out there that need the same experience to speak their mind and help mm -hmm. somebody and also gives all of the world that doesn't have this beautiful creative outlet that we have a chance to find a filter that that sits best with them and that they can they can collaborate with when they're listening or when they're experiencing your music and support for this is an experiment is brought to you by Manscape who is the best in men's below the waist grooming their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels and Manscape's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle join over 4 million men worldwide who trust manscape with the exclusive offer for you that is 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code experiment at manscape.com if my math is correct that's about 8 million balls i don't know i think people need to understand that just because your experience is one way doesn't mean it, that was always the intention and, and it's sure. worth giving people an extra chance it's worth a giving chance, people right? the benefit of the doubt and it's worth leading with love in those situations because normally if you do whether it's a good or bad outcome it's better than what it would have been right if you and approached it with if you, why are they saying yeah. this why are they doing right. and and also what you said too i mean with all these songs and and everything you know people there's there's so many people i mean especially right now there's so much um material there's just yeah. so much content there's so much being but there's so much being created too yeah. which which is amazing and i think that's that's awesome um and it can myself included it can as a any type of creative but i think specifically with music it can feel so overwhelming and yeah. so vast and it can feel 
why why would anyone care or listen to me specifically or why would you know anyone because there's so much and I have to constantly remind myself of this too but I think something really important to remember is as silly as it sounds like quite literally there is no one not one person who has experienced life through the same lenses you have like we've talked about and so no one will have that same experience in their music so everything you do is completely individual it's completely you whether you like it or not you know it's like that's just how it is and and yeah to a certain extent okay sometimes lyrics and music and certain things are recycled and yeah okay it's not there's only so many notes on the keyboard exactly exactly there's also always somebody out there who's sitting there going god i have nothing to listen to Mm. make it for that person make it right for that person right so before we wrap this up First of all, I have so many questions that I still want to ask, but oh let's do a part two. Please, I would, I would love, love to have that. you on again. This has been a fucking blast. I and, would love that so much. And Thank you. The whole second half of your life, I still want to ask about. I know, I know. This um, and I want to ask about you too. Like I want to. I would love it. I love this. All right, yeah. let's let's. Once we finish this, we'll we'll get another day in the books. Amazing. Um, Amazing. Before we end, what is what's happening with Allegro? What can we expect? What can we expect to hear? What can we expect to get to see? What is, what's next? Well, um, I would say in the past few months, especially I've just been so freely creating, um, you know, by myself and also with so many incredible people, writers, producers, just creatives. And I feel, and I've honestly, I've, I've never really, I've always like, made music with people and jammed and I've always known a lot of music people but I only started doing sessions with other people a few months ago for the first time and I it has been such a learning experience and I've just been freely creating music which I'm super grateful for and also the other thing I won't get too much into this but but um I've you know as many people are I've always been very inspired by tons of different types of music you know I grew up listening to lots of soul jazz r&b reggae um but also i listen to like indie pop and singer songwriter and kind of everything um and so the music i make has always been kind of varied you know i make some r&b more stuff i make some more like indie pop leaning type stuff i make lots in the middle lots of different stuff and I do think I, I am continuing to, like, find and refine and dis, um, discover my sound. But at the same time, for so long, people tell you, like, you have to fit in a box. Like, yeah. what's what's your genre? I fucking hate that. I hate when people say, like, genres are a social construct. You know what I mean? And, and um, I make music. Right. Thank you. Music is music. Music is the most free thing in the world. And I think it should never be confined. It should never be restricted into, I have to censor and, um, you know, confine what I do so that it's in yes. this tight little package of a genre, which again, I don't think, re- especially as of recently, I think people are caring less and less about genres. Genre is just a way to look up what you want on Spotify. Right. That's it. Right. That's and all it even, is now. Even on Spotify too, which I think is, is cool. A lot of, you know, the big editorial playlists and stuff now are not even a genre. It's like, it's a mood. Driving through the mountains. Right. Yeah. Rainy day. Right. <laughs> Crying in the car. Like, Got that one on a lot. Oh, every day. <laughs> um, and it's very cool. Um, but anyways, so I, I've just been making music music whatever it is and so um i have an ep coming out hey that is so sick well hopefully once this turns off i can hear some music yeah absolutely and um that and then i'm going on tour with baby jake next month if anyone's in um the southeast we're coming to florida georgia um north carolina south carolina and they're going on, you know, yeah. more places I've been doing those dates. And I'm also going on tour again in November, December um, with my friend Francisco Martin and Johnny West. Uh, we're How doing. Sick. I'm so excited. I can't even tell you. But yeah, I'm just I'm really grateful to be in this space. And I'm so grateful to meet you. Well, and this I'm is grateful amazing. to meet you. I'm grateful that you found your way into this friend group that has been so good to me. And Absolutely. I I. I'm hopefully I can make it to one of the shows on tour and see everybody. And I can't wait to hear the music and do this again. And yeah, very grateful that I got to meet you. You too. I, everything great I heard about you originally was from Danny and Al. 
and both of them had nothing but phenomenal things to say. So, so sweet. I can I can contest. Thank you. You too. No, honestly, I've heard so like from Danny and and um, and from David and everything. Like everyone's like, he's just like this free spirit, and he's so out of the box and creative and passionate. And I I feel that passion from just for life and music Appreciate and creation, that. and that's that inspires me. Just there's in one takeaway: so. the passion is what I'm most passionate about. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you very, very much. I'm excited to do this again. I'm excited to hear more music. I'm excited to hear about tour. And uh, yeah, let's do this again soon. Let's do it again. And uh, to everybody listening. I'm Allegra Miles, and this is an experiment. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Goodbye. The experience is the experiment. (laughs) 